0: Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast presented, of course, by DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman. Five teams over the course of seven years, bounced around quite a bit. Now I have five podcasts as part of the Ross Tucker Media Podcast Network. Ross Tucker Football Podcast is 30 minutes or less every day, Monday through Friday, keeping you up to date on everything you need to know. Around the NFL. Fantasy feast twice a week for those of you that are into fantasy football, setting your lineups, DFS, whatever. College draft podcast. We make picks against the spread for the five biggest college football games every weekend. So make sure you check out the college draft podcast. And then, of course, Andrew Brandt does the awesome business of sports podcast as part of our network. This is the Even Money podcast. It's pretty much always ranked as a top five NFL betting podcast. And it's really not because of me at Ross Tucker NFL on social media. It's because of him, Steve Fezzik at Fezzik Sports. He's a professional better. He does this for a living. He does it very well. He is not a paid content provider like other people. He is a paid based on what he wins from all the bets that he places at Fezic sports he's the type of guy that will tell you that brian dable made the wrong decision to go for two even though it ended up working do you care to explain why steve yeah so basic strategy if you're a big underdog as the giants are and it's the very end
1: of the game you go for two because you're more than likely less than uh, certainly more than 50 percent going to lose in overtime the problem when you go for two with a minute left is that if you miss it you're very likely to lose now i know the giants still had their timeouts and that does matter but you're still a massive underdog but if you get it you're you're only a small favorite to win the game because now your opponent the titans can go balls to the wall be hyper aggressive knowing they need to score which is exactly what they did attempting passes they never would have attempted if the game was tied and ultimately uh got into field goal range and you know, had a greater than 50% chance to win. So, A-plus for aggressiveness. I like being aggressive, but uh, you can only do that if there's 30 seconds or less left in the game.
0: So, that's interesting. So, you would have had them just kick the extra point to tie it, and then the, the, the thought process is the Titans wouldn't be as aggressive offensively. They simply can't be, because they can't turn
1: the ball over. Turnover's a loss. You don't have much time, and they would have headed to overtime, and who knows what would have happened. Yes.
0: That's why he's so good. Remember, we don't make decisions based on one result. We try to make smart decisions for the entire season. We also, Steve, are one of the only shows I know, we actually talk about how we did The week before. Because A, we think it's instructive. And B, we think it's important that you can hold us accountable. We don't just move forward. We go over every bet that we made the week before. Even though we got off to a bad start. I'm down six units. Steve is down two units. And it got off to a bad start, Steve. Right from the jump. You and I both had the Rams. Plus eight in a teaser with the Vikings. It was a best bet. The Vikings up to seven and a half was a phenomenal bet. They won outright by a ton. The Rams got blown out 31 to 10 whitewashed in the second half, man. We had them getting eight points. Steve wasn't even close. The bills didn't even have Tredavious white, but they dominated up front. Both sides. of The ball cost both of us, two units. Yeah, I'm never going to beat myself up playing the
1: Wong teasers where we tease a plus two up to a plus eight. It's basic strategy when you're betting. You really need a reason not to play it, and I guess the reason is Matthew Stafford's elbow. I kind of hurt my elbow watching that game. I banged the table as I was watching him, you know, <laughs> not perform. So, um, but like I said, the you know, the teasers when you win, you're like, how does anyone ever lose? With those extra six points, this is so easy. And then um, you get a game like that, and you're like, "Dang!" You know.
0: Well, a- here's my question, okay? Because you and I each did two two-team six-point teasers for two units. We both had the Vikings, which cashed. We both had the Browns, who won outright. I mean, Steve, they both won outright. However. I paired, we both paired the Rams and the Vikings. I paired the Browns with the Colts, who choked in that game. You paired the Browns with the Cowboys, who might just be terrible. But if we had paired the Vikings with the Browns, we would have won. So we talked about this last year. Talk to me, is there any strategy about who you pair them with or who you pair your teachers with? Or what I used to do last year, which is kind of I don't know what you call it, but like the round robin teaser type. You
1: certainly can round robin them. The problem is you get too much exposure. Um, well, in this case, if there's there's four teasers that we liked, so uh oh, warning, warning, math coming. How many combinations is that? Well, that's four factorial divided by two factorial. You might remember factorial is a little exclamation point. Ross is nodding because he went to Princeton. So that's four times three times two times one divided by two times one. So the twos cancel, that's six combinations. That's one and five, Ross. Better to go 0 oh and 2 than 1 and 5. If you go 2 and 2 when you're teasing stuff where you're essentially laying
0: minus 260 um, on each leg, you're most certainly going to lose money. I cannot believe you just did that in your head like that. That's amazing. And yes, I know factorial is the exclamation point. So let's move on. Ravens, Jets. I leaned Ravens laying the seven points. They won 24 to nine. I thought maybe Flacco would play. Okay. I didn't want to lay that many points. Then how about the bears and the Niners? I leaned laying the seven with the Niners took them in several survivor pools. They end up losing 19 to 10. You lean to the bears. Steve, how much under did you get on when you saw the monsoon in field conditions?
1: Yeah, across the board derivatives first half under 20 longest field goal under 45. They met Ross. They missed two extra points. Um, The uh, the the quarterbacks to go under 190 pass yards for Lance and Fields. Usually when you see horrible weather conditions. Yeah, you can just do the no brainer and play the total under in a one. But um, you can usually get at it with all these different derivative bets and really benefit from it. I have to tell you, Ross, my favorite part, at the end of the first half, the I think it was the Bears were going to attempt a 50-yard field goal, and a dude ran out with a towel, and he started to try to mop up where the kicker was going to kick. That's a penalty, 15 yards, not allowed to do that. How the league has evolved. 40 years ago, New England Patriots, a dude on work release drove out with a snowplow and plowed the field where the kicker was kicking. That was allowed. Patriots win. Now you can't even dab the field with a towel without getting flagged.
0: Reminder, that's how professional bettors win. That's how they beat the – what is it, 52.5%, Steve?
1: Yeah, 52.4 is
0: break-even. 52.5%, you're in the black. That's how you get in the black. You get all the corollary bets when there's a monsoon in Chicago. Eagles-Lions, I stayed away. You took the Lions and the four points, Steve. Two units. They won. They, uh, they, I mean, the bet won. They lost 38-35. But good two-unit win for you. Colts-Texans. Uh, you leaned Texans with the Colts laying eight. I had the Colts in a teaser. Rodrigo Blankenship decided not to make a 42-yard field goal in overtime. So that was a loser for me. steelers Bengals. I gobbled up the 6.5 points for the Steelers, and they won outright, 23-20 in a wild game. You lean, Steelers. Patriots-Dolphins, neither one of us had anything. Panthers-Browns, I, we both teased up the Browns, which was a great play because they won the game outright but we paired them with the wrong team. So those teasers were losers. Saints, Falcons. I leaned Saints. You leaned Falcons. Falcons was the right bet as the Saints only won by one. By the way, I'm just looking, Steve, your leans, Bears, Texans, Steelers, Falcons, Commanders, Chargers. You were seven and one on your lean, Steve. Seven and one. I was three and two on my lean. So listen To the leans. And if you want more action, maybe pull the trigger, even if we're too much of a wimp. Jags commanders. Jags were getting three points. I put two units on them. They are my least favorite team to bet on. I did this a lot last year, I think, or maybe the year before. I hate them, Steve. I hate them. Like, they should have won so easily. What happened? Like etn dropping it on fourth down they were down in the red area lawrence has a terrible pass very frustrating performance by the jags uh so i lost two units there i did get two units on the giants another one of these underdogs getting a decent amount of points five and a half steve that ended up winning outright 21 20 your thoughts on the jags and the giants jags did not work for me the Giants did
1: what sums up the Jags as an organization I believe there was sharp people all over ETN over 21 past reception yards if I'm correct I believe he was at 24 Ross and then he caught a minus five and wound up going under that sums up the Jacksonville Jaguars right there but you're right stoink missed field goal first quarter um blow it in the red zone with the ETN drop pass. And bottom line is um, Jacksonville should have been up 10 in that game, but that's what Jags do. You know, that's what, that's what happens when you bet on losing organization teams like the Jaguars
0: chiefs Cardinals. I had, uh, I, I just leaned to the chiefs laying the four and a half. They obliterated them. Vikings Packers. We both had the Vikings in the teaser. They won outright by 16. Then we got Raiders chargers. I really liked the Raiders getting three and a half. Brian was at the game. They lose by five. It's all Derek Carr's fault. And I'm not that kind of guy. I'm not that kind of guy that's like, oh, it, it's all his fault. If you watch the game, he, he misses Darren Waller wide open for a touchdown. He throws a couple heinous interceptions. Derek Carr basically owes me money at this point. The way I look at it, you leaned Chargers um, I lost two units on the Raiders, Bucks, Cowboys. I leaned Bucks, laying the two and a half. You had the Cowboys in the teaser. They're a disaster. Dax hurt. And then last night, unbelievable, honestly, Steve. The Jags, the Colts, the Raiders, and the Broncos last night. I laid six and a half. The Broncos got three points on three trips inside the ten in the second half of that game. I hate them too. Nathaniel Hackett also owes me money, Steve. What about
1: conspiracy theories? What the heck was Denver doing in the end game? I have several theories. With the, there's a minute left, fourth and five, that just let the clock run down and attempt a 64-yard field goal. So here's my theories, Ross. Theory number one, they thought that they were in Denver. They forgot the <laughs> battle and the ball was gonna travel further. Theory number two, they did the math wrong, and they thought it was a 54-yard field goal, not a 64-yard field goal. Um, and theory number three, they actually thought that a NFL kicker, any NFL kicker kicking can make a 64-yard field goal more than 10% of the time. Maybe they thought that, that, that there, it was an enclosed stadium and there was a dome in Seattle, where, of course, there isn't.
0: No, they were, they, they've seen McManus make kicks like that in Denver where the, with the altitude. I mean, honestly, more like Nathaniel can't hack it. Am I right? Dad jokes. So here's, the, here's the math you make the kick less than 10% of the time.
1: I, I'll, I'll be generous and give McManus, because he's a good kicker, 10%. If you go for it, you get the first down just under 50%. If you make the first down, you're probably going to make the kick a little over 50% because now you're going to shorten it to a 50 yarder. So, one quarter. Well, one-half times one-half is a quarter. That's 25%. 25% is bigger than 10%. It's so egregious that not only should the head coach be fired, his entire staff should be fired because the assistant to the assistant on special teams should come running up and saying, you can fire me tomorrow. You have to go for it here. I'll explain later. There's no time. And people, I hear this all the time. Oh, Fezic, you would choke under pressure. If you are on the sideline, you wouldn't make the right decision. Bullshit. Bullshit. This is the, the, the there's so many decisions like this that every professional gambler I know we're like immediately take the safety, go for it on fourth down. It's just obvious. And just the coaches, they are worried about the X's and O's. They've got a hundred different things to multitask. All we do is watch end games. It's like a chess player. He memorizes rook and pawn end games. You
0: know the right move. You've seen it a million times. The right move is to go for it there. For the week, I'm down six units. Steve's down two units. We're 0-1 on our best bet thanks to the LA Rams. We move forward, though. We press on. It's just one week. Our documented track record over the years, years, is very, very good. Although I might be selling Broncos stock after seeing Nathaniel Hackett in action last night with the shotgun runs at the goal line back-to-back for the fumbles. I don't have any Broncos stock yet, but if you got Broncos stock on Symbol, the stock market for sports, you might want to go ahead and sell. Pro Football Focus calls Symbol the perfect blend of sports and the stock market, offering a brand new way to invest in your favorite teams and profit off their success. Basically, if you listen to this podcast, you bet on games, you bet on props, whatever. This to me is basically like betting on franchises, organizations. Like this is this is long haul betting. It's basically combining sports betting with fandom uh, and and stock and the stock market. It's incredible, actually. It's these guys are geniuses. I'm pissed I didn't come up with it. Download the Symbol mobile app for iOS by searching S I M B U L L in the App Store. And use promo code MONEY to receive a free team stock valued up to $150 upon signing up. That's code MONEY to claim your free stock on the Symbol mobile app. Steve, it's Thursday Night Football. It's a huge, awesome game. Shout out to Amazon for that one. Chargers in Kansas City. Chargers getting three and a half. Total 54 and a
1: half, Steve. So I'll lean Kansas City. I I personally bet Kansas City at open. Uh, I make it five. You know, I hate three and a half. I hate laying three and a half. So often teams win by three, in fact, 10% of the time. But my numbers say Kansas City, bad spot. Chargers, short week, have to, uh, you know, go to Arrowhead. So uh, Chiefs, uh, you know, this this is a key game. So this is for second place in the AFC because the Buffalo is going to go undefeated, of course. Um, and these are the two uh, next best teams. But Kansas City is clearly better. Mahomes was great in preseason, ready to roll. Kansas City by five.
0: But you're not doing it. But I'm not doing it. Yeah, Not enough of of an edge. Yeah, I'm staying away from the game. The Chargers aren't going to have Keenan Allen or J.C. Jackson. I was looking at Sports Injury Central. Neither one of those guys are going to play. They want to give those guys at least 10 days for the next game. That's a major problem. Patriots and the Steelers, the Steelers, Steve, are getting one and a half at home against a banged-up Patriots bunch. The total's 40 and a half. So 0 and one teams in the NFL
1: do great versus one and zero straight-up teams especially if they're catching points. So here's a case where the 0-1 team is laying the points, which seems curious to me. And I have these two teams rated roughly equal. But I got to tell you this. The Pittsburgh win, they played very well, but they were fortunate. They got the five um, uh, turnovers. And J.J. Watt being out is a huge deal. Najee's banged up. There's a lot to not like about Pittsburgh in this week. I can only look towards... um, New England, but I'll have to bet every game, and
0: my power ratings to totally disagree, so I pass. So I'm going to have the, the – uh, I'm going to tease the Steelers up to 7.5. They – you know, I don't like the T.J. Watts out. I don't like that Najee Harris is banged up. But the Patriots look awful. I mean, really bad. I think they'll look better, but I still think this is a close game. So I'm going to have a a, a two-unit, six-point teaser with the Steelers and I'm gonna pair them with the Carolina Panthers, who are playing in New York. Carolina's getting two and a half, teasing them up to eight and a half, two unit, two-team teaser, Steelers and the Panthers. Next game is the Brian Neal special Bucks in New Orleans, Bucks laying three total forty-four, Steve. So very interesting game. All
1: summer long, I was betting the, the uh, Saints in this game. They're catching three and a half. I said, that line's crazy. And I said, it's still good at plus three. And then what happened? Well, the Saints didn't look very good against Atlanta. The Bucks looked awesome. Based upon that and my updated power ratings, now I make the line three and it's three. Here's what I love this feature in DraftKings. So I went ahead and let my people know, hey, if you bet this, Just go ahead and void the bet out, which is an option at DraftKings. You make a bet, and if the line doesn't move and you no longer like the game, and this applies, you can just cancel your bet. No fee, no problem. I love that about
0: DraftKings. Wow, I didn't know you could do that. So you had a bet and you can just get out of it? Without any fees, absolutely,
1: as long as the line does not move. This makes sense. Now, if the line moved, now the valuation, you know, there's going to be the cash out is there's going to be a fee associated with it, so so th- then you can't do it. But
0: as long as the line mimics what you bet it at, you can go ahead and void it out. Wow. I got nothing on that game. I think that's the right line. I, I think that makes sense. Jameis looked good in the second half. I think it's a close game. Dolphins, Ravens. The Dolphins are getting three and a half. The total's 44-and-a-half, Steve. Yeah, you know, I had nothing on this game. The
1: I lean a little bit to Miami with, you know, Baltimore O-line issues. Phony win against the Jets because their, you know, stats just weren't very good. But, you know, somewhat of a phony win by Miami as well. This game's taking a lot of over money right now. I'm starting to get interested in the under. Uh, I don't I don't see this being a shootout. I don't like what I saw. Frankly, from either offense, so I lean,
0: lean under. Yeah, I like the Dolphins quite a bit in this game. The the Ravens are still beat up. I mean, Juwan James now tears his Achilles. Kyle Fuller tears his ACL. That's two of their starters right now. I don't know if Stanley or the running backs are coming back. I think the Dolphins look good. Gonna gobble up those three and a half, two units on the Dolphins. The Jets are in Cleveland. They're catching six points. Total is 40, Steve. So I make it six. This is not a good week for me in terms of uh, making bets on my
1: power ratings. There's not a lot of differences, you know, between the teams. Uh, My gut says the Jets come to play and I'd lean Jets, but I'm not
0: investing in Joe Flacco. I can't do it. Lean Jets. Lean Jets for me as well. If the line got to seven or seven and a half, I would be in on the Jets, but at six, not going to do it because I, although they did a good job stopping the Ravens running game, which is all they need to do against Cleveland to be there. I, that's a strong lean to me for the Jets getting the six. The commanders are in Detroit and the Detroit Lions, Steve, are laying two and a half points. The total is 49 and a half. So, very interesting.
1: Detroit is 0 and 1. They need the game like blood, but you know, Washington's the better team. And they're catching two and a half, so I got to invest in that. I will tease Washington up to the eight and a half. I need someone to tease them with. Here we go. Let's go ahead and take your Carolina Panthers, tease them up to eight and a half.
0: Two-team, six-point NFL teaser, two units. Kind of going the other way. I think the Lions win the game. And I'm going to lay the two and a half. I just don't think – I mean – Wentz started to do his Wentz things. He's due for a couple of brain farts. I'm going to lay the two and a half with the Lions. Only one unit, but I was impressed by what they showed against the Birds. We move forward. Colts are in Jacksonville. The Colts are laying four, Steve. The total's 47. So I took a look at how do teams do off of a tie? My theory
1: being probably not very well, extra 10 minutes or 15 minutes that they had to play and emotionally not feeling so good off of a tie. Um, although you could make the case Indy kind of won that game 20 to 20. So because of that, um, 13 and 17 against the spread, teams off of a tie in the NFL, they don't do very well. Although curiously, they are 6-0, and their last six. That was interesting to me but I'm, i look at big picture trends not short-term trends you know every sharp seemed to like jacksonville a lot going into the season oh without urban meyer they'll be improved trevor lawrence is a generational talent at some point i got to give these guys a little bit of credit that they were pro jacksonville i'm catching for okay two units on the jaguars that'll blow the game but find
0: a way to cover i'll take the underdog i'm with you uh, I, I I, can't quit the Jaguars. I hate them, and I can't quit them. Look, I think there's a great chance they win the game. I think they're right there. Two units, Jaguars getting the four points. It's a best bet. The best bet. Carolina is getting the two and a half against the Giants. The total is 43. We both paired Carolina with two-unit teasers. Two team teasers earlier in the show. The Falcons are in LA and against the Rams, and they're getting ten and a half. Steve, ten and a half. Total, yeah, totally,
1: seven and a half. Sorry. Yeah, strongly into Atlanta. Mariota playing very well. Played very well preseason. Played very well until he had a third and one against the Saints to win the game and fumbled the ball. Um, I think this game's closer than expected. I'm, the Rams absolutely have had 10 days to stew
0: over the horrible performance. So it's a great spot for the Rams. I still lean Atlanta. Two units on the Falcons for me. Ten and a half a half's too many. They, they, I mean, Grady Jarrett was kicking butt up front. They ran the ball very well. They blew that game by settling for field goals. I, I, I love the Falcons getting ten and a half in this game. Two units. The Seahawks are in San Francisco. And the Niners are still laying nine and a half points, Steve. Obviously, I'm worried about Trey Lance. Uh, He did
1: have to play in a monsoon. That hurt him. You know, I'm going to use the rare seven-point teaser. San Fran's going to win this game. Seattle, short week off of a win that I think was more based on Denver sucking than them playing great. So I'm going to tease San Francisco's seven-point teaser down to two and a half. What do I tease them with? Well, I'm going to tease them with America's team. The entire world is going to love this pick, Ross. The Buffalo Bills only have to win the game. We've taken Buffalo down to minus 2.5 Monday Night
0: Football for a two-team seven-point teaser, two units. I'm going with the Seahawks, getting the 9.5. I'm going to put – I wish it was 10 or 10.5, but I'm going to put two units on it. I, I don't think the Niners are very good. I think the Seahawks are decent. Nine and a half points is a lot. If you, Steve, are looking for new styles to spice up your wardrobe this fall, check out Express's latest drop. They have suits with swagger, fresh for fall, shirts, best-in-class blazers, and so many new styles made to mix, match, and express you. Love the tailored suits. Love the versatile shirts. What are you waiting for? Find your new fall favorites at Express online or in-store. You already talked about your bet for Bengals, Cowboys. Um, I don't feel great about it, but I'm putting a unit on the Cowboys getting 7.5 points against the Bengals. The total there is 43. Cardinals getting 6 points already, Steve, against the Raiders. Total 52.
1: Yeah, so I love the Raiders. Yeah, this opened three. Well, Now, now I, I got to lean Arizona. Now I went to six because I made it four and a half. Hey, I want to give you one bonus pick. Cowboys, what's the probability the Cowboys are going to make the playoffs, Ross, off the top of your head? 2%. I think that's high. I really do. So Cowboys to not make the playoffs. Free money is being offered at several books. Minus 270. Now, minus 270, that's a lot to lay. But when a team's only going to, beat you 2% of the time or so. All right, probably it's 12%, but you get the idea. I think one of
0: the best bets of the year, Cowboys to miss the playoffs, minus 270. Ooh, I like it. All right, Texans, Broncos. Broncos are laying 10, totals 44. Wow,
1: how can the Broncos be laying 10? Uh, I got a strong lean. I don't want to bet on a team off a tie, as I mentioned, bad subset, but I'll lean Houston, a lot of points.
0: Yeah, Houston. One unit for me getting the ten points. Bears are getting ten as well in Green Bay against the Packers. Yeah, so I want no part of the Bears. The, the,
1: I've seen this movie before. All right, where you got a crappy team that gets lucky, bad field conditions, whatever. Trey Lance plays lousy. Bears were horrible in the first half, absolutely horrible. So they get a they get a win. But they're no good and now they play a decent enough team in green bay that had their bad performance week one like they did last year and people are like oh maybe the bears aren't gonna suck maybe the bears will be a reason but no the bears are terrible and we're all gonna know they're terrible after green bay aaron Rodgers owns the bears uh green bay 33 chicago 10. uh you know what? i'm even gonna do it i'm like, one unit i'll lay the 10 on green bay
0: wow one unit bet for steve totals 43 it's a stay away game for me. You already mentioned Titans, Bills. You're teasing the Bills down. Seven point teaser, minus nine and a half for the Bills. Totals 49 and a half. I'll be there. I could only lean Tennessee. The other Monday night game, the Vikings in Philly. The line was Eagles laying one and a half. Now the Eagles are laying two and a half, a full point movement. Totals 51 and a half, Steve. So power ratings, the Vikings are better. So we should look to tease the Vikings on that key
1: two and a half. But I can't do it, Ross. Real important, Kirk Cousins is horrendous in primetime games. He does not step it up. Maybe it's because he knew Zimmer was looking over his shoulder, yelling at him whenever he messed up. But it just, dude likes routine. And Monday night football road games are not routine. He started his career 0-7 in primetime Monday night football games. I think he's won his last two it's still 2-7. and
0: seven. No, thank you. I, uh, I'll pass the game. Going to pass as well. Check us out on social media at Fezzik Sports, at Ross Tucker NFL, at Ross Tucker Pod. You can watch us, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. And if you follow us on social, you'll see how to get a free Madden. Remember, if you want to see these bets in written form, just sign up to be a Patreon, a tuckhead at patreon.com slash our team Media. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.